You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. To discuss this, I'm joined on the line by uh, Advocate Sipo Mandula from the Tabo Mbegi School of International and Public Affairs on the line. Thank you very much, um, Advocate Mandula, as always. H- how significant is this? And some are saying, oh, well, well very soon after, um, the, 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 the judgment uh, what was handed down about a month ago, then these attacks in Rafa continued. So with this uh, now, again, the, the, this urgent request lodged by South Africa and the ICJ last night, late last night, ruling in, a fa- in our favor or agreeing with South Africa's position, what change can we in fact expect here? Seemingly, um, Israel not, not prepared really to, to, to stop their action. Refreshing morning, Sebe, and to your listeners. Indeed, this is a, a very good move in terms of international law, Sebe. Despite that, when you read many media cables, others are saying that uh, the court has rejected our application, which is not true. I think since last month, we have been having difficulty of trying to explain the 26th uh, January judgment to many people to say that, yes, there is the issue of protection of civilians, release of hostages. Because what you see in Rafa, you see this game playing out of that we want to release the refugees but at the same time we are threatening the lives of million palestinian refugees now with this article i mean 75 that we have pursued on tuesday the court reiterated again to say that what we we have agreed last month is that the whole of gaza strip so rafa it is part of the gaza strip it is in the south Uh, It is bordering Egypt, and hence I think our application was also informed by the challenges that Egypt was raising uh, with the Arab League and with the AU about this threat that was coming in Rafa. So one would look at that. This is a very good move, but it seems that Israel is not interpreting or listening to the judgment. I don't know, Sebe, either the judgment has to be written in Arabic or written in different languages. There, There is this sense that Israel undermines international law, actually. The, the issue around the the rejection of South Africa's request to order urgent measures uh, to to safeguard civilians, I, I think, is is also a baffling one. W- what do you understand this to mean? No, no, no. Seventy-one actually, actually, I mean, seventy-five one gives this court um, at any time given. And remember this uh, own initiative that we took as South Africa last year. We've been also going through the UN Security Council immediately after the judgment in January last month. Algeria, as one of the African bloc, tried to push this uh, implementation of the of the, of I mean of the measures, you know, because the issue that once the court issue measures, it is not the same court that will implement them. It is the member state yeah. and the UN Security Council to monitor the implementation of that. And you will sense that Israel, it appears that it is losing ground in terms of their allies and uh, in terms of their friends. But I think what is important for international rule of law, it is also how do we bring the African sense of it, the African value. This week at UNISA, we had a seminar where we look at the implication of ICJ rulings. And we said, but it seems that the norms and values of the courts, they lack the sense of Ubuntu, of both to humanity. Mm. So it seems that the court doesn't understand where we are today in the 21st century. It's like they're still trapped in the 1948 Geneva 
I mean, genocide act that was uh, crafted. And Israel is still sticking to its so-called historical borders of 1967. Mm. Because this issue against Hebe is also around the border demarcation. It's also around what you can call a fundamentalism of ideologies between the Zionism and as well as Hamas. Because it appears that also the war it is now being leveled against Hamas, which is not a state party, but a military wing. For, for for Netanyahu, who in fact uh, has has been insistent, and 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 you also hear analysis about um, um, him losing popularity as well with it, within Israel, but but his persistence has has certainly been consistent here. I think this is also what adds to one realizing great the victory in January, um, you know, was was a great you know international victory, a great moral victory, at that as well. But here we are, in fact, less than a month later, and there've still been more attacks. There's still been more 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 children killed, more lives lost as well. Here, you you can't blame people for for losing faith in in international law, but also just in 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 the, the moral standing of humanity broadly given how this just it, it just seems to be a battle we, we we're not prepared to do all we can to to put an end to no correctly but remember see, the war room of uh, of israel has been active since uh, after october 7 it means that yeah. they've not been sleeping yeah uh, netanyahu also will understand that uh, his uh, defense is it has always been that south africa is uh, abusing the international court uh, we don't have founded claims. Uh, we are not morally uh, correct on this issue. And, and I think he is wrong because now, as I said earlier, his allies, whether Israel, the EU countries, um, USA, UK, they've been trying to remind him to say, but there's, there are orders coming from the court. There are resolutions of the UN Security Council on this question of Middle East. Like I've said it to you before, said, we have lost count of resolutions of the UN on the question of Middle East. Now, if you look at this juncture now, as you are saying, a threat to human life and undermining of international law, it is at his peril because what should have been done now, Israel should be isolated from international community. Israel was supposed to face sanctions. And remember that that's where we are being held back by a alleged perpetrator of genocide, claiming to be a victim also, but also being very, how can I say, Rapasha has seen his attacks that mm. he's saying we just want the hostages, we're just fighting Hamas, but he tends to forget that in the loss of war or in the armed conflict, humanitarian law have to be respected. Because I think one of the major issues that South Africa is trying to raise is that immediate humanitarian ceasefire, it is agent, it is imminent. The more you attack the refugee sites, how will they have water and food, basic things. But I, I think that's where our, our moral case is there. We are not taking a side of we are representing Hamas at this alleged said that we are a legal arm of Hamas, but America is aided and abetted by, I mean, Israel is aided and abetted by USA, and nobody's saying anything. Even you can see how they are diplomats, our black sister who's, uh, who's always at the U.S. stance on defending Israel, they are also shocked about the current move of Rafa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let, let's pocket this this morning. Thank you very much for your time, as always. Um, Sipo Mandula, who is with the Tabombegi School of International and Public Affairs. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.